Yep, it's this Jubilee Small Podcast. It's Monday, 11th of November, 2015. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stu Farrell. 11th of November. Very um, happy golf day. Oh, I suppose. And uh, it, wasn't, it wasn't a happy day for him. No, it's not a happy day in history for both of the things we think about on this day officially, is it? It's remembrance and uh, the dismissal, but it's mm. a very big day in the history of this country. It is, I suppose. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, um, it's a symbolic day now. Like yeah. a very, I think out of all of them, yeah, is this the one that should, yeah, 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 be know, meaningful. Sh- should be a bit more meaningful, and it, it's not so much a celebration, especially yeah. when it comes to the war. Yeah, it's uh, it it's just all right. These people died. Let's yeah. just take one minute out of your whole year mm. to perhaps remember them. Mm. It doesn't seem to have the hoo ha that surrounds. No, it doesn't Anzac have Day a holiday and, where you get to take your top off and write Australia across your. You know, no, you don't. You don't travel anywhere to go and yeah. prove how Aussie you are. Yeah, you just you, whatever you're doing, you're just expected just to pause just for a minute. Yeah, and you can remember in your own way in a lot of ways. You can just go, well, how pathetic or how stupid is war? Yeah, I mean, how many people did we lose needlessly? Yeah, and uh, maybe take time to think that let's not repeat mm. the uh, the mistakes of the past. My grandfather <clears throat> fought in the Second World War. Mm-hmm. One of my grandfathers, uh, and he's fought in I think it's four of the most ex- uh, excruciating battles that you could possibly be involved in, and he always said, first of all, he didn't want to talk about it, mm-hmm. um, but the other thing he 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 said was, I'm not going to put medals on and dress up like and walk down the street and relive it because anybody who, I mean, everyone's welcome to do it their own way, but. Anybody who was, if you could, if you could have shared a day through my eyes, you would not be turning this into any kind of symbolism for mm. anything other than what you just said. Right. Let's not go to war. Let's not do this. What an insane thing to do to ourselves. You so, know. Uh, would he would he accept that today is <clears throat> like? Did he agree with the point of today? Like, was the eleventh? Yeah, now something a bit more important. Uh, yeah, than I think Anzac he didn't Day. like the marches. No. Yeah, um, and I don't know that he. Well, this is a bit, bit, lot more yeah. of a personal thing. Yeah, that's it? right. You, know, you, you, can... s- you do it alone. It's in silence. Yeah, it's a complete opposite of a yeah. lot of what everything else is. Yeah, and uh, apart from the last post or whatever, and yeah. Uh, I think he just didn't want to ever think about it again. So he he would have just he just wants to put he wanted to put his. Hands over his eyes and ears for the and hum for the any time anybody talked about it. Like we used to, you know, when you're a kid and you go, "Oh, you were in a war. What was it like?" Grant, you know, like, right. and he would just say, "It was awful." Yeah, right. That war, was it. War is awful. That mm. was it, and it was a pretty powerful like message, really, for a kid. Mm. Is that, that that is not something that we can even talk about as a? I mean, it would have been interesting, much more interesting, possibly, if he'd been able to tell us a little bit more about. What went down, but and and how it affected him. But his life it's was a story testament he didn't to want that. To tell, that's for sure. Also, his life—you just need to look at his life. It was, it was really horrible what it did to him. You right. know what I mean? Like it, it broke something sort of key to him. Well, that, really young. I mean, and interestingly, that uh, post-traumatic stress thing—that mm. uh, it's getting a lot more. I mean, it's being recognised now. You know, oh, yeah. even to the point where I think yesterday or. There's a there was a a guy who served in Afghanistan who committed suicide but was uh, 
recognised, officially recognised as a victim of war or, right. you know, a death yeah, at war. And really? Then, yeah, which isn't, hasn't been much of the case. And yeah. it's now be, they're saying, well, <clears throat> this, you know, post-traumatic stress after you serve yeah. is, you know, an injury or is a, uh, you know, a cause, is, is caused by war and should be mm. recognised as such even if the person killed themselves because of it. Yeah. So it's yeah. all those guys, you know, Vietnam, Second World War, First World War, whatever war you want to choose, yeah. came back and we're just supposed to deal with it. And yeah. we, we know all these stories, you know, like, you know, the royal men and the suicides or the drinking and the... Yeah. But more and more it's being um, And they figured acknowledged. out. they figured out too that the next generation, you know, it affects the next generation. So if your parents were deeply traumatised by something like that or, you know, in the case of... The, the studies they do are often into... Um, concentration camp people who went through that experience and their children and they say that the effect of the trauma is sort of ingrained in the dna of the next generation Mm. so that they their behaviors and their uh, responses to the world around them are shaped by these instincts that are kind of hardwired now into them which Mm. is pretty hardcore well it's uh you know it's pretty hardcore and when you think about it war is about it, it's powerful people putting other people who have nothing to do with it mm. to death at each other's expense. Like it's completely insane, you it's, know. And it still continues. It's a piece of theatre. Yeah. I know. So anyway, at 11 o'clock if you're in uh, <coughs> Australia, the, wherever mm-hmm. you are, if it's your thing, yeah, take a minute to... Uh, <clears throat> do you know. do that? Uh, it's one of those ones where I sort of feel guilty Right. It, like if I'm doing something really meaningless. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which would Playing be, solitaire on your phone or something. <laughs> well, or, you know, just dancing in the kitchen or something. It's something I should really stop. I think dancing in the kitchen should be considered a form of... Exercise? Uh, yeah, but also celebration of the good things in life. What if so, it's at two in the morning? Dancing in the kitchen at two in the morning is great. Okay. Been a lot of that at my house. Really? Oh, across the years. How nice. Oh, all right. I thought you meant this week. No. I was thinking, no, no wonder he's looking a bit tired. I am tired. 2 a.m. dancing in the morning. Yes. Uh, no, well, no, not this week. But um, <laughs> did have to think about it. Yeah, no, so I don't know if I'll pause, but it's one of those ones I do feel guilty about. Mm, but like, you feel guilty about like air and stuff. So. Well, I'm forever apologizing. You are. You know? It's, you are. Uh, it's, but you know that. Yes. The listeners know that. Good morning to all of you. It's 11th of November, 2015. <laughs> and they figured out, although I don't really get what they figured out about Goff, do you? They figured out that he, that Prince Charles knew, Prince Charles knew before Australians knew and before, in fact, oh, that's the, good. the government He's knew. He's the boss. And everybody knew. He's here at the moment. We could ask him directly. I think that would be, you know, the timing of that is quite interesting. I think what, from my very, very limited knowledge of it all... Mm-hmm. Um, there were there was a lot of chattering going on that uh, was completely illegal and shouldn't have been. And uh, and weren't the palms like hands over ears going? No, 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 no! Don't tell me! Don't tell me! I don't, don't want to know. know about yeah, it. This yeah, is yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> keep your squabbles to yourself. John Kerr. Uh, yeah, he was um, n- n- not a very strong man and uh, did He's... things incorrect. A lie. He is a. When I studied the dismissal, the mm. constitutional crisis of 1975, I ended up, because, <clears throat> you know, you start and you think, 
you're on this this person's side, and then you learn this other thing, and then you learn. No point was my disgust of John Kerr ever, <laughs> like, corrected. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> he was just like a caricature of, like, a that comes to light. Buffoon. There's still stuff coming to light about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he, um, he's, his role or his story or his image doesn't improve, does it? No. Nah. No. No. And I saw a video footage the other day of him at the races getting booed and, like, trying to introduce... Bart Cummings or something. Right. And he's just, the crowd's just going boo. And he's saying, if you can hear, and he's drunk, uh. if you can hear some noise in the background, there's just static on the microphone oh, and really? stuff. He was a classic. <laughs> it's almost like refreshing to see like so, the odious human side so obvious. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it was just, it was just so clear. Hmm. Anyway, uh, as opposed to now, when you listen to somebody, I've I've started doing this. I listen to somebody. I turn on the radio, old media. I do hmm. do this sometimes. Really? I, I d- <clears throat> yesterday was a bad radio day for me. Mm. I thought I'm going to throw every remaining radio that I may have under <laughs> logs or cupboards into the fire. Right. I think it's finally hit peak poorness. Right. But anyway, that's just a personal thing. Peak poor. Uh, so yes, if you if you tune in to like. Newsy type shows, and somebody's talking. So, like my example is Frank Kelly did it this morning. Radio National, for those who don't know, it's like you know listening to that. And halfway through, and I thought, who's who's this? Was it Peter Dutton? And it was Peter Dutton, who's just he's a big sort of thug from a. Is he a former cop from Queensland? Is he? Is he? And he is, isn't he? I, I don't even know he if he be. is, but he should be. Right. If he was written as a character, he would be. Yeah. Anyway, uh, but halfway through, you think, who's this talking and what side are they on? And it's increasingly difficult to tell. <laughs> right. <laughs> like if they're a Labor politician or a Liberal politician, they all use the same language. They all, you know, obfuscate. They all talk in the same tone. It's like, if you listen, it's like the tide going in and the tide going back out. And (laughs) like there's a real rhythm to the way they do it that where you could almost do like a nonsense Edward Lear style news broadcast and you'd get across exactly the same tonal kind of banality. And I'm sure it is designed to make people tune out and not not feel passionately about stuff. Well, if, if their object if, uh, f- of the current crop of politicians is to make us not feel passionate about stuff, they have succeeded. They've smashed it. They have hit <laughs> it out of the park. So um, I'm just having a look now. Yeah. Early years and background, Peter Dutton, educated at the Queensland Police Academy before becoming a Queensland police officer for nine years. Right. Working in the drug squad in suburbs such as Red Hill in Brisbane in the early 1990s. Left the police in 99 Became a businessman and completed uh, blah, 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 blah. It's not. So, yes, so, former okay. Queensland cop, now in charge of our borders. Yeah. And he loves saying border fools. Oh, no, that's his voice. You've got it. You reckon? Yeah, oh. I do. Oh, uh, no. No, I think that's the closest to you we've ever heard to you uh, look, accurately I, re- um, mimicking he, somebody. Well, that, uh, no, that wasn't actually – Peter Dutton's a bull. He's more like a – Wah, 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 you know, the teacher in the Peanuts uh, cartoons as opposed to me. Right. Well, but again, that's what all politicians are sounding like. Yeah. We're sort of rambling. Uh, Stuart. What? Um, let's play those things. You know those things we play? 
The ones a hater made. Yeah, let's play them. Stupid. Stuart, mm-hmm. you know you're talking about being guilty and apologising all the time and stuff. And this is just yes. kind of your, you know, background emotion for most of your life, isn't oh, it? Oh, is that it's what runs in the background, it's guilt? Just, it's just like a, the, the, um, yeah, the, the theme music. <laughs> <laughs> what would be the theme music to guilt? I don't know. Like guilt the musical? I don't know. What would be the instrument used to portray guilt? Um, guilt. Drums? No. No, 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 no. It'd have to saxophone? be... Saxophone? No. Uh, saxophone would be close, I reckon. reckon. What about trombone? That's guilty. Uh, trombone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that trombone. was actually me playing trombone, trombone year seven. That was very good. Did you play the trombone? Briefly. <laughs> For half an hour. Did you, you know, there was never any point to anything I did at school. Oh, God. We're here again. How did we get here so fast? <laughs> you mentioned guilt. What do you mean? Hello. <laughs> this podcast what will be re- re- renamed A Life Wasted what? by Stuart James Farrell. <laughs> A reminiscence. What if you had continued learning... The sa- the you know, thing. if I'd have continued learning sax, nothing would have come from it. Trombone, rather. Yeah. yeah trombone. What yeah. what comes from the trombone? You no, know, you, that's the point. You learn one musical instrument. <laughs> no, no, no. You learn one musical instrument. You learn how to play mm. other stuff. And it teaches your brain how to work better and stuff. You know, writing here this morning, I thought... <laughs> God, I'm good at expressing myself. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> what am I doing next year? Well... I don't know. So that could be the thing. Maybe I'll become a professional trombonist. I think you could go and get yourself some. You took. You threatened doing this mm. a while ago. Get yourself some new skill, like you know, um, <sighs> learn the or something. Neither. <laughs> and you wanted harder. to. You had something to, that you wanted to learn. What was it? It was an instrument, I think. Hmm. Well, potentially. I need something. See, this is what happens. You forget your little aspirational, you know, uh, what's the word? In- Wise. Yeah, exactly. You forget them. Well, is it, does that make me a gunner? Oh, uh, You know, I've maybe. had this thing hanging over my head. I mean, you want to talk about guilt? Oh, God. My father used to say, mm. are you a gunner or a doer? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know what that meant. And so I just said, I'm a doer, I suppose, because I think that's what you wanted to hear. Yeah. So without explanation, I've wanted to believe myself to be a doer. Right. But I think, you know, in my DNA, I have the gunner gene. (laughs) Lots of people have the gunner gene. It's a hard one to shake. There's nothing wrong with being a gunner. A gunner with good intentions. Yeah. If you're a gunner because you're a gunner, not a gunner because you want to be a doer, but a doer, but it's (laughs) like a gunner. Right. All right. So if you if you're a gunner with a good heart, yeah, is is that better than being a, a doer with poor intention? I would say so. Intention mm-hmm. goes to the key of, I mean, look in a, in criminal law, <laughs> <laughs> you got to have the intention, or you or you <clears throat> like if you commit a crime well, and you don't mean to, yeah, it's a big, particularly you know, a murder or something. And you didn't, you don't, you didn't have the intention. The intention is integral to like what punishment you need, what uh, rehabilitation you can have. Like it's. If you're a gunner, you do have all intention, don't you? But you don't have the intestinal fortitude to carry it out. Yeah, but you have the if you have the good intention. I don't know. I think you do. You have good intentions. You just quite often make a declaration like. 
we're going to have T-shirts by the end of the week. Well, yeah. It's, uh, and, uh, not the end of the week. We'll have them by the end of the month. Yeah. See, thing, things like that, for instance. <laughs> I guarantee you. If I put on a guarantee, then it's fully stamped, Frank, no, take it to the No, but you did originally bank. say they'll be by the end of next week, you said. Two oh, yeah, well, what happened was um, there was See, the, here we go. So that's the point. No, there, there was actually an incident <laughs> with the printer and, the, and they contacted me and said it's going to just add a little bit of time to it. And Anything. then my phone broke and I couldn't look at the T-shirt styles. This is... But now, is this thanks how, to is Amber, this how gunners who I'm going to text today, right. speaking of gunnerisms... Yeah, this is the Amber that you were going to text yesterday. Well, see, I worked out how, another problem with my phone this morning. <laughs> Can I tell everybody what it was? Uh, if you like. <laughs> Remembering that this is a Do new it? piece of technology in my hand. No, it's not. It's, you used to have a phone exactly the same yeah, as this. You've just you, gone you back to it. the little idiosyncrasies. The, the idiosyncrasies. Yeah. Do you? Like... Yeah. Oh, he says this morning to our technical producer, Stig. He says, oh, Stu, you've got to fix my phone. There's something really wrong with this. Really got to fix it. And so the technical producer takes the phone from your hand and says, what is wrong with it? And you say, it doesn't make any sound. And he says, that's because you've got the sound off. Click, clicks the button back over into sound now on. You've had a phone like this for a long time, so you cannot blame no, the phone. I haven't had for two years. Anyway, you were saying something else. Uh, was I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you're a technical genius is, well, I think, the fixed. lesson here. It's fixed and I will be texting Amber to thank her today. Yes. Okay, good. Um, what is... Amber, for those that have been following the story, is a person who I got the new phone from. That's right. Uh, I had something in my phone that I was going to tell you about. Oh, no, that's it. In my phone today is one of those big, long times. Tell me what this means. Between the hours of 9 a.m. and 1 p.m. Oh, you're going to get something fixed or delivered or returned. So Bosch is coming around to replace my washing machine. Now, we should, just in the interest of integrity's sake, Mm -hmm. tell the listeners that uh, you've got an arrangement with Bosch and that you will be mentioning them uh, (laughs) at least three times a week. No. No. Uh, and receive a free product from them. No, because the thing about Bosch is that they've done uh, all sorts of uh, terrible, uh, you know, my, my machine's broken in 27 different ways and now uh, it's about to be finally replaced by a new unit. Anyway, oh, hello, mm, yeah. getting a bit of uh, bleed a in from the other room. Mm. Sorry about the noise. Anyway, so Bosch are turning up today and here's my point. I'm feeling a little bit, not guilty, but just like sheepish about the fact that I have kicked up such a stink Mm. that the person's going to arrive with this washing machine and I just, I don't quite know how to, like, do I maintain my rage that I've had? Thank God you guys are here. Yeah, totally. That's it. This has been terrible with this new baby and all this stuff to watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, just be like, oh. And then I'll let him go, she wasn't the thing that was described for us. Okay. I just, I don't like having a rep. But then I, I deserve the rep. Live with it. I, 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 made, I built the rep from the ground up. You built the rep, I'm the rep. All right, Live okay. With the rep. All right. Uh, bracing myself. Anyway, Stuart Farrell, uh, another weird day in the weirdness of weirdos. And happy golf day. Everybody um, dance in the kitchen would be my advice. What? Uh, how can people find us? Uh, they can head to stupidlybig.com, of course. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook, stupidlybig. And post PO Box 1436, Fitzroy North 368. Don't forget the wonderful Apple iTunes store. Mm. You can leave us a message. A rating and a five-star little uh, thing. 
We'll be back tomorrow. It's only two more shows to go, and then the big one starts. Yeah, we, we got to uh, think about that, don't we? We really do. The festival of stupidly small ideas. You've been supposed to be promoting it. Am I? Yeah. You didn't tell me that. Can you send an email? Oh, this again. Yeah. Let's talk. Um, Stuart. Yes. Either I'm way, I'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, bye bye. <laughs>